the benefits of a high-performing team, or this is this could be what's in it for you. We get engaged employees in a high-performing team. They tend they tend to be more productive and more committed. The other thing you'll see is that there's more effective decision making. Decisions become a bit easier sometimes, and that there's there's not a lot of resistance around the decision making process. People have input, and there's more flow with them. We tend to see better customer service and also stakeholder relationships. The conflict is constructive, not destructive, and there is a big difference between that. There tends to be higher levels of job satisfaction and also higher levels of growth, and that could be organisational growth or it can be personal growth. That's one of the other things you'll find in a high-performing team. People feel like they really grow as a part of a high-performing team. The good thing for you guys is there's less effort for managers in a high-performing team. So remember our mantra about valuing your energy like the precious resource that it is? Well, that's where it starts to pay off when the team's working really well. And obviously better results in a high-performing team as well. Now the flip side of that, here are the problems if teams are dysfunctional. They cost you big time in terms of your own time, the organization's time, Quality, quality of output, quality of outcomes, the results, money, and most importantly, your energy. So dysfunctional teams can sap the life out of you and others. Now, it's important to know that if a team is dysfunctional, everyone knows it. Even people within the team know this isn't working well. And particularly people outside your team looking in know the team's dysfunctional. And guess what? They actually hold the leader responsible for that. So that's why it's really important that you know how to deliberately and skillfully build a high-performing team. So let's have a look now at that model that I found really useful and very practical for helping teams improve and become not just functional, but high-performing. So this is Patrick Lencioni's model, and I've adapted this model from the book, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team. His wording is a little bit different that we use, and I have used this model hundreds of times running workshops around this, this model, and it really does work. I've worked with teams over a longer period of time and seen the transition out of dysfunctional into high-performing. So have a look at the model. It's got five levels. And each level is dependent on the level below it. So the top level is attention to results. And to get results, you need accountability. And you can't get accountability without commitment, which is similar to engagement. And you can't get commitment without having constructive conflict or what we call robust discussion. And then that is based on trust. Now, what I've noticed over the years is that when teams aren't getting results, they tend to put all their effort into that top level. Their attention goes on to their results. So their KPIs, their targets, and what's happening with those. They rarely explore the lower levels. And this is where Lencioni's work is quite practical. So Lencioni says that teamwork ultimately comes down to practicing a small set of principles over a longer period of time. Success is not a matter of mastering sophisticated theory, but rather embracing common sense with uncommon levels of discipline and persistence. It's about understanding human beings and the way that we work best. 
And ironically, teams succeed because they are exceedingly human. They really understand that piece. So let's start with trust.